Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. A mixed picture for U.S. equities, the S&P recovering in afternoon trading. Let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. Here he is, Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. Main U.S. averages are well off their morning lows, with the Dow currently down 18 points. S&Ps are higher by three, and Nasdaq gains 12. At one point, the Dow is down 103 points. The small cap 600 is lower by two points, and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.51%. Eight out of 10 S&P sectors are higher, led by gains in consumer staples, utilities, and technology. Only energy and telecom fell. Dow transports are little changed. Nasdaq Biotech's gain nine. Utilities rise two. And the VIX is down by 2%. Dow leaders to the upside included Home Depot, Apple, and Travelers, while Boeing and Caterpillar led to the downside. Whole Foods sank 10% after earnings, while Groupon soared as much as 35% after its results. And finally, some of the bigger names set to report tonight after the bell include Expedia, Amazon, Alphabet, and Win Resorts. Live from the first breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? All right. Thank you very much, Bill Maloney. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K on your terminal. We're brought to you by National Realty, providers of 100% satisfaction guaranteed New York City realty investments. See them at nria.net. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. The race is on and Oracle took a big step today buying NetSuite in a deal valued at about $9.3 billion. NetSuite's products include customer relationship management software that will help Oracle compete against the likes of Salesforce.com and Microsoft. Joining us now is Anurag Rana. He's senior analyst of software and IT services for Bloomberg Intelligence. Anurag, welcome. Thank you. Now, we know Oracle's been heading in this direction, uh, as you were just telling me. Uh, in fact, Larry Ellison was a, a, a uh, investor in NetSuite along the way. So not exactly a surprise. How important is this for Oracle? It's fairly important for Oracle to be uh, much more aggressive in the cloud application space. Um, they have been behind Salesforce. They have been behind Workday when it comes to applications that are sold through the cloud. Now, the history is both SAP and Oracle has dominated this place uh, for the last 20-plus years uh, selling on-premise applications. Now, with this new way of selling applications through the cloud, you know, the, the, the three largest companies have been Salesforce, Workday, NetSuite, and, you know, a few smaller ones. And um, they, the growth is all in the cloud area. So as Oracle is trying to move their product portfolio from on-premise to the cloud, you know, this kind of fits into their, uh, you know, grow organically as well as through acquisition strategy. 
Anurag, just to describe CRM, customer relationship management, we're talking about being able to manage a sales force and their interaction with current clients, but also potential clients. It doesn't really matter whether it's in the cloud or wherever it is. It just has to work. NetSuite, do they bring small and mid-sized businesses to Oracle in a way that is almost, you know, one of the reasons why you want to buy NetSuite? So, Pim, there are a couple of things. First, in the CRM space, you know, the big gorilla, obviously, is Salesforce.com. Um, NetSuite does not do that. The NetSuite is in the ERP space, which is your financial accounting, financial management, and things like that, and only for the small to mid-size, mostly for the small to mid-size customers, as you said. Um, so far, we really don't have a, 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 a behemoth like Salesforce for CRM or Workday for HR applications um, in, in the ERP space. Most of those are on-premise applications that were deployed by SAP. Now, Oracle has a product, which is a cloud-based ERP system, but what I think will happen with this with this place is you have the NetSuite product, you have the financial and the sales and marketing arm of, of Oracle, which now you can go and start selling this product to the, um, uh, to the large enterprises. How much does this mean for Oracle's bottom line? See again, it's it's more of a strategic move because again, it's not going to add that much to the um, you know earnings or to the to the top line. But really, what you're going to see is, you know, you know, a few years later, when most of the applications that people are using would be cloud-based, Oracle wants to be a part of it. At that point, you don't want to be left behind, which is partially the reason why you see a lot of cloud acquisitions in the space. SAP has been acquiring a lot of entities for the past few years. Oracle actually has been a lot, a little, you know, quieter on on the acquisition front compared to the, uh, some of the other companies. Well, I'm just looking at the performance of the stock of Oracle today. Investors must like the deal because the shares are higher by about three-quarters of a percent. Uh, shares of NetSuite are higher by more than 18%. Any chance that anybody else is going to come in and make a competing bid for NetSuite? I mean, I, I'm, I'm leading you on because I want you to tell me who's the biggest shareholder of NetSuite. I, it's Larry's one of the biggest Larry Ellison. yeah one of the biggest shareholders but the thing is I think the the valuation for this particular deal at close to 11 plus uh, times revenue is one of the the more expensive ones on the market so uh, it's not as if you know he's he's getting a bargain over here uh, um, you know in this deal so I, I you know it's, it'll be very tough for somebody else to come in and, and you know either top the price or try to get it with so much of uh, you know voting power that Larry has. Is there a risk of a disruptor of a whole other approach to this this kind of uh, task inside a company that you know Oracle spends money to keep up, but someone else is going to leapfrog ahead? It's going to be tough uh, only because you have a lot of customer relationships and your systems are already ingrained to what you do, whether it's supply chain, whether it's your accounting. I mean, you, you're, that's the lifeline of a particular business. So it's not just easy to uproot it, and you know, which is partially the reason why the on-premise business is still relatively stable for SAP is, is because it's just not easy to rip it apart. I want to thank you very much for coming in and sharing all this information with us. Uh, Anurag Arana is a senior analyst of software and IT services for Bloomberg Intelligence, providing real-time and unique research as well as context in a variety of industries as well as markets and government factors that affect business operations. Our terminal customers can access this function at BIGO.
Anurag was speaking about Oracle's $9.3 billion purchase of NetSuite shares. NetSuite higher right now by more than 18% shares of Oracle up by three quarters of a percent and the shares of Salesforce.com up more than one percent. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg. Where does Hillary Clinton go next? We're going to be speaking with Irene Finnell Honigman from Columbia University about Clinton's platform and what it means for the economy. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.